0: because a lot of people, they're going to start and they're going to expect to be a millionaire in the next month. 10 months later, I quit my job because I didn't stop
1: for those 10 months. After six months, I got zero sales. And I think at that point, most I feel like mostly everyone would have quit and just said to themselves, I'm not not made for this. You really have to think outside of the box. Welcome to this episode of woman powering e-commerce. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday as I take you behind the scenes of my journey as a female e-commerce entrepreneur. Together, we'll explore the highs, the lows, inspiring you to take action and achieve your own business goals. So let's get started. Today, we have Christina Umrez on our podcast, and she actually has a wonderful website, cuonline.ca, which she will talk about later. But just a quick intro for Christina. So during COVID, Christina uh, tried a lot of side jobs, like drawing pet portraits on Etsy, <laughs> and she then discovered print-on-demand, which I uh, she's probably going to explain that as well, but it is mu- a much simpler way to sell products, according to her. And now Christina actually grows her... Um, Own print on demand business, as well as her TikTok audience, which I think is going actually pretty well. I saw (laughs) and she uh, helps others do the same through some training. So welcome, Christina. It's so nice to have you today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Great. So, Christina, we want to hear all about you. So I love for you to tell us a bit about your background, especially maybe sharing both your e-commerce story along with how you were able to get into Content creation, yeah. So it's really interesting how it like all started for me. It was like back
0: in COVID, um, I was really looking forward to like just creating my own type of income. Obviously, once I started working from home, I think a lot of people realized like working from a home and working for a business, like you just you lose every reason to be working for somebody else. Like for me, I mm-hmm. loved going into the office and like being with people. And that was my why of going into the work. And when that was taken away, and I was in digital marketing, so even after COVID, that never came back. Um, Mm. I kind of got to that point where I was like, why am I working for somebody else when I could be using this extra time? Because obviously I had now hours after work all the time to be trying to build up something on my own. Um, But with that time, I did quickly realize how tough some of the side hustles are out there. Um, I spent money trying to do some drop shipping, um, lost money on that. Got a lot of people complaining, stating like their order took like three months to arrive. Um, and I was spending money on like ads and everything. And so those never worked out. I tried doing digital marketing on Fiverr and then I got in trouble at work because they found out, <laughs> <And Oops>. so <laughs> they told me, um, that had to stop, so. I was still looking for a way to build income, but it kind of took a back seat. And I'd gotten really into drawing at the time. So I started Mm -hmm. doing just like portraits. And I love, absolutely love cats. Um, And I was Mm -hmm. babysitting two cats at the time. So I was like drawing the cats and I was drawing my old family cats and my parents' cats. And some friends were like, oh, like these are really good. Like, why don't you try selling those? I was like, huh, I never really thought of that. So I started my first Etsy store because I, after all my failed drop shipping, I did not want to Mm -hmm. start another brand new (laughs) website and trying drawing, like driving traffic towards it. Mm -hmm. So I started on Etsy, which was my first experience on Etsy. And that at that point is when I like truly realized like the power of Etsy. Cause I think my listing Mm -hmm. had been up like maybe two weeks before I got my first sale. Um, Wow which was like amazing at the time. Um, I think I, was, I wasn't charging much, I was charging like $30 and slowly over like the next few months, um, when I started getting like a few sales a week, I started amping up the prices. But as time came, a lot more like competition entered on Etsy mm-hmm. as well. And they were doing a lot cheaper. And then one thing that I was realizing that like really made me contemplate if this is something i could do long term was every single time i got an order i was spending one to two hours fulfilling it wow it yeah it was yeah, a, lot. a lot so i would and i was still working my nine to five because this isn't, hadn't become enough to like take over my nine to five yet so mm. i I'd, I'd finished work and then i would work to midnight and on top of that um just the neck problems, which is one I, the one thing I never thought about, but from sitting over um, my iPad all day and drawing, and I like mm-hmm. tried buying different things to like hold my neck, but it was just becoming another major problem. Like I was in pain all the time. And I remember one day during Christmas, why I should have been super excited um, because I got a uh, 20 sales which is crazy, but all I could think of is that is 40 hours of work I have to do. And I had a like one week turnaround. (laughs) And I was like, I am not sleeping. It was during Christmas and I couldn't do anything. So I was like, I have to get these out. Mm -hmm. So at first my like solution was, was maybe I can ramp up the order value. Cause one thing a lot of people had been asking me was how do I get this printed? And I was like, I don't know, Google a local Staples or Walmart. I don't know if everyone else knows what Staples is, if it's worldwide, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I was like, I don't know, Google it guys. Um, But I figured maybe I can find a way that I can print these for people and that would help me like make a few extra bucks on every single product so I could raise my prices and then sell less. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was Googling that and that's when I found out what was called print on demand. And yeah, for people who don't know what print on demand is print on demand is pretty much you create a design and they have a catalog of like thousands of products, including like, um, canvas prints, which is what I was looking for. But they also have like t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, like blankets. And what they'll do is they will print and ship that product for you. And you only pay when you get a sale. So. What I was looking at, it was how much that canvas was costing me. And then I would charge an extra 10 bucks to my, or to my person who ordered a, um, one of my pet portraits. And then once I was done Mm -hmm. the pet portrait, I would send them like, Hey, if you want, I can get this printed for you. I can get printed on a mug if you would like on an ornament or whatever you would like. And then I would charge that to them. Hmm. So that was a way for me to increase my order value. But after a while, I kind of like clicked to me. It's like, if I can do this with these fully customized options that are taking me hours, what if I just pre made a bunch of designs and -hmm. created a separate store? And then I had Googled it and I found that people were actually like successful with this on YouTube. So Mm -hmm. I created a separate store and I just started creating designs on Canva um, that had zero customization that I didn't have to draw out, just like teacher shirts and sweatshirts. Um, and then since then, I've just been building that up and that slowly became way more profitable than the portraits. And when I got a portrait, I felt annoyed. It was like, Ooh, hmm. I don't want these portraits versus when I get a print, like a sale on my print and demand store, I had to do nothing. Like the the printed demand supplier I use, Printify, they actually integrate with Etsy. So mm. when you get a sale, they automatically pick up your sale, they print and ship it, and then in your account they mark it as shipped and include the tracking information. Wow! So all I had to do was make it, and if it sold, I just collected the difference. Um, so it was like the passive income that I was really, really craving
1: at the time because I was still working mm-hmm. my nine to five. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's amazing. That's a, uh, that's quite the journey going from your <laughs> nine to five job to working till midnight to getting so many orders and realizing that it's definitely not a scalable model in a business model. And then yes, uh, the increasing the average order of value was, a. Uh, temporary solution but Mm -hmm. I like how you uh stayed um just creative and trying to find something else and not give up because you you could have just told yourself this is too much (laughs) this is not for me yeah um but I appreciate the fact that you just you know pushed through and decided to find options because there are always opportunities right so uh, and you found them that's wonderful Another thing I really appreciate from you saying that and explaining your your journey is you. we realize that it's actually accessible for some people who don't have much experience or they're trying to get into print on demand. It, it's really actually funny because my, my stepdaughter is trying to start her own, her own oh. little thing. So I, I sent her your your link today for to your TikTok channel. Oh. So um, there are a lot of ladies, uh, men out there that are trying to start their own business. So this is great information. This this is definitely really valuable. Um, I'm curious, Christina, um, what is one, cha- you've explained some challenges, but do you have uh, another challenge that you faced as an entrepreneur and what did you do to overcome it? Yeah. So I think one of the hardest
0: things, I can go into one just It's not really just specific to print-on-demand, but it's all Mm -hmm. businesses. And one that I kind of realized is that the reason, like print-on-demand sounds easy, and many businesses sound easy, but the real, real difficult part is sticking with someone or something Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is not working out at the beginning. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of people, they're going to start, and they're going to expect to be a millionaire in the next month. And unfortunately, that's not how it works the beginning is going to be fully learning and if you can understand that and be like okay i'm okay this first two months i don't expect anything i just expect to get better but a lot of people don't have that and for print-on-demand in any business if everyone got the payoff in a day or two it would be so saturated but so many people start print-on-demand and are not successful because It's really, really hard to keep on working without proof that it's going to pay off in the long run. And I think print on demand is the one that taught me that like crazy. Like it took me five weeks for my first sale. It took me 70 listings um, before I got my first sale on my print on demand listings. And wow. for months, I only made a few hundred profit. But 10 months later, I quit my job because I didn't stop for those Mm 10 months, even though I wasn't getting the big payoff. And that's a long time to put into something. And even now that has helped me really understand business and like instill this belief that if I want something, I can learn it. If other people are doing it, Mm -hmm. I can learn it because the best skill you can have is to persevere and keep going when everyone else gives up. And that's, I think, Mm -hmm. where the key is. Like, I'm trying to build up my YouTube channel right now. Um, It's been a year. Um, It took me, I think, seven months to get monetized to make my first dollar on it. I was spending money on an editor. Um, So I think for people starting, it's both scary that the payoff might take a long time, but that can be your secret sauce to success is outlasting everybody else. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. That is Really a good point, and I, I totally get you and what you're saying because I personally started my first e-commerce, which was a drop shipping business, and it was really just a learning school because that I did not continue for all the same reasons that you probably did not continue as well. Yeah. And then when we started our um, our e-commerce that we still have now up to date, we started on a platform called e- uh, WooCommerce, mm-hmm. and the, it took like after six months... I got zero sales, zero sales. And I think at that point, most, I feel like mostly everyone would have quit and just said to themselves, I'm not, I'm not made for this, you know, maybe this is not my thing, but, um, just being creative. And so what we did was just try and go on another platform thinking maybe this is not the right thing. Ask people to, um, had some, uh, users try and test our, our platform and website and see how how does it work uh do you have any feedback for me made the adjustments and after like one day from on that new platform on shopify we made a first sale. <laughs> awesome. so yeah it was awesome like there's something so rewarding from having that first sale. yeah oh, and definitely. Uh, so yeah absolutely so i, I love your perseverance and really that's definitely something that just doing that and being consistent can really make a big difference and you'll outstand yourself from everyone else very easily that way so that's wonderful great um i'm um i'm curious as well now that you've uh, you started i mean you're still a pretty young entrepreneur it's only been a few years since mm-hmm. COVID, approximately that time, but you seem to have gained a lot of experience uh, in just a few years. So I'm curious to know what would be one piece of advice you would give to other entrepreneurs or maybe to yourself, maybe three years ago or when you first started?
0: Yeah. So for aside from that, there's just the perseverance, one thing um, very specific, I guess, to print on demand is You really have to think outside of the box. There's so many people doing print on demand now, but that doesn't mean that there's not room for success. It's just everybody is doing what everybody else is doing. So people see nurse t-shirts are doing great. So as a brand new seller, they're trying to sell nurse shirts against established stores who have hundreds of thousands of sales already. So Mm. for me, I found all my success in really tiny niches hmm. and getting really specific, my first like best-selling niche in my store was breathwork because no one was thinking of breathwork. Um, it's not that common, like for everybody to be involved in that. But the people who are in that niche are super, super passionate about it. And because I'm in that niche, I also knew all the sayings. I knew what type of designs they would like, because I was designing for myself. So I I think so many people are like, oh, Christmas shirts, those are always selling, but everybody is doing Christmas shirts. So the more niche you can go, and especially if it's something you are passionate about, because then you're also sticking out from the competition because Mm -hmm. you know the inside jokes. Like I did an audit for one of my students and, they had 30 sales in their first month. And I looked at their product and I was like, I have no clue what any of these t-shirts mean. And they're like, oh, they're all inside jokes for this one like, job that I had never heard of before. But yeah. because he was in that niche, he knew all the jokes and no one was designing for them. Um, mm-hmm. So he was killing it right off the bat because he found
1: just a niche that hadn't been served yet. That's amazing, and I, I love that the inside jokes. If you understand that, you're you're in a niche. So, yeah. if if someone wants to, um, they understand that concept that you need to niche down. How would, do you have any uh, recommendations to find your niche, or how did you do it? Yeah, so the best way for me at first um, was
0: literally just listing out everything that I love, like everything that I want to talk about. Um, like for me, it was like Pilates and yoga and breath work and, um, like even certain food that I really liked. Um, I was just writing that down. And then for me, I was using, um, this tool called eRank. Um, it's an Etsy analytics tool that you can take a look at and you can look up, um, like Pilates shirt and you can see exactly how many searches it gets a month and how much competition on Etsy it has. So after writing down like all of the niches that I really wanted to design for, I was validating them on E-Rank. And then I was also checking, maybe there's a different product they like. So maybe I looked up Pilates tank top and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's actually more popular than a Pilates shirt. And that's how I also decided on the product because with print on demand, there's tons of other products out there. Um, for me, actually a lot of the niche that I'm mostly in right now, actually loves sweatshirts more than t-shirts. Um, and I was hmm. able to discover that using these analytics tools.
1: Wow, that, that's amazing! And probably, um, is there any seasonality in your your products? Uh, for let's say you're talking about sweatshirts right now, is do you see that a lot? So I do um, with print on demand, especially
0: um, the big months are coming right now. I just got mm. like my rise like yesterday was my biggest sales day of this year so far because wow. um, up until. December 24th, I'm about to see a major rise, like 10 times the amount of sales, um, I usually get are going to be coming October, November, December. So yeah, usually it's a substantial rise and I don't even do, I don't chase holidays. Like all of my products are evergreen. So they're not like Christmas shirts or Thanksgiving shirts or Halloween shirts. Mm -hmm. In the next few months you can get more sales than you got the rest of the year like combined. So I'm really getting excited for the
1: next few months. And you're, I'm not sure what
0: niche you're in, but I'm sure you've seen the, the Q4 rise. <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially with uh, Black Friday, Cyber so Monday, and in, yep. in the latest couple of years, it's uh, it's just something that people are, like, are expecting now, and uh, they're actually looking forward to that for before, before their their Christmas shopping. So definitely, definitely. So, and yeah, congrats on your your uh, yesterday's uh, sales. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was really excited to see it coming early. <laughs> All right. Okay. So maybe one other question for you, Christina, if I'd like to know if um, what is one resource such as a book maybe that you've read or a person like a mentor or someone that online that you're following that has had a significant impact on your journey?
0: So I think two. um, One that really got me thinking about niches was the book. I think it was like zero to 100K in one year i need to look up the exact naming of what it was wow um, great but that was a really good book that taught me the importance of really niching down and then just youtube has been there's just some amazing print on demanders i'm also on youtube if you guys want to look me up um yeah. and i teach print on demand um content in there some of the first people i don't think they make content anymore um but the mm-hmm. ones that taught me about print on demand were called life life hacker Couple. And they actually made, have made millions on Etsy. Um, I think they've turned to just doing their Etsy store. Um, So they're not Mm -hmm. content creators anymore,
1: but even their old things are super inspiring. If you want to take a look at those. Wow. That's amazing. I never really uh, heard about them. I'm not into Etsy a lot, but (laughs) we'll definitely look uh, into them. I'm sure a lot of people who are looking to do some print on demand will, will definitely appreciate that and find it valuable. Yeah. So, um, so Christina, um, could you maybe before we, um, we end, um, the, the episode today, if some of our listeners are interested maybe in doing some free training, where can they find you? And maybe do you want to explain a little bit of what you do on the training side? Yeah. So for me, content creation kind of like fell into my
0: lap. Um, I will go into the story of how I started like on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, cause for me, once I had like one of my biggest months. I was actually super camera shy and I had a goal for myself to just post one TikTok. Um some of my friends were doing like a challenge online where they just had to talk to the camera for 1 minute a day. I was like, I, I wow. want to try to do that. Um and I made it about my print on demand business and that's when I realized just how curious people were about this. My first or second video on TikTok blew up to about a million views. Wow. I woke up with like 30,000 followers and people asking how they can do what I've done. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like where I started with the whole content creation, realizing like people are so interested and um, people want to learn. So that's where I started sharing tips on TikTok, about Etsy, about print on demand, new products. And then I started also teaching on YouTube. So if you're looking for just like the quick snippets, you can check out my TikTok um, which is my initials, C U and then online, um, same thing on YouTube. If you're interested in learning, um, I would definitely probably check out my YouTube. Um, yeah, see you online. And then from there, I also have a free training, um, that you can watch that just explains the beginning process and some tips about niches and designing, um, some of my like biggest tips for beginners. So I would definitely start there for people.
1: Wow. that That's amazing. And, um, I'm def- definitely going to check out your YouTube channel, which I have not yet, but yes, uh, YouTube is a great platform to learn a lot of things. So make sure to go check out Christina on, uh, her website, YouTube, TikTok. Thank you so much, Christina, for your time today. It was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking to you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. I hope you gained valuable insights and inspiration today to keep growing and taking action towards your goals. Please follow me on social media. Also follow us on your favorite podcast platform to get notifications every time a new episode is uploaded. See you next time.